You're listening to the Midlife Mastery Podcast. My name is Peter Fritz, and this show is all about mastering your money, your time, and the best time of your life, your midlife, of course. You'll be exactly the same person five years from now, except for two things, the people you meet and the books you read. These words I heard must be 25-odd years ago at an auditorium in Sydney, and uh, they came bellowing out of the stage by one of those larger-than-life American motivational guru-type speakers, a fellow called Charlie Tremendous Jones. He really was a, a fascinating guy, a real caricature of a speaker. But uh, the takeaway was clear. If I wanted a great life, I had to meet better people and read better books. Even in his 70s, this guy Charlie, he was a force of nature, I tell you. You needed a gun or whip and a chair just to handle him. If you were sitting in the front row during one of his seminars, he'd literally grab you by the shoulders and shake some sense into you. Uh, you could always bet that the front row of any convention or uh, seminar that was um, where Charlie was speaking, all the people in the front row were newbies. Everybody else knew, stay away from the front row. But um, I tell you, if Charlie hadn't been an insurance company executive, he sure as hell would have been a preacher. He would have made a good one too. He's uh, one of those classic American success stories, a guy who started with nothing, and he built up a $100 million insurance company with no employees. One thing uh, he did to perfection throughout all of his uh, speeches, and I'd seen a number of them, and they were all exactly the same, one thing he did was he kept things very, very simple. There was nothing fancy about his message or his delivery, but he sure as hell made you think. And one thing he did was he insisted that no one take notes about the content of his speech. In fact, he would sometimes build up a point and he would uh, say to everybody, okay, I'm about to tell you the greatest secret you're ever going to learn. So get your pens out, everybody. Get your get your pencil and your, your paper out. And he would build it up and he would build it up. And then he would say, here's my secret. Don't you write down one word I say. <laughs> and everybody would look aghast. What do you mean, don't write down a word you say? He said, let me tell you why you shouldn't write down one word I say. Because what I say is useless. What you need to do is write down what you think as a result of what I say. And he would do that every time, and every time it would surprise people, and then you'd sort of see the penny drop. And it, there's a subtle but a very profound difference. And I remember um, the second time I saw him speak, so I was kind of ready for this. The thing that I wrote down was something along the lines of, be mindful of the counsel you seek and the company you keep. And this kind of, uh, you know, weave back into what Charlie was always saying was that unless you change the people that you surround yourself with and unless you're constantly feeding your mind with new information, not too much, but just enough to keep you hungry and curious, then your life five years from now is going to be no different to what it is now. Um, so I remember back then getting my very first self-help book and it was uh, recommended to me by somebody. I think they gave it to me. And it was The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. And right from that very first book um, to Charlie's speech and the many books and videos and events that I've since taken part in or read or watched, Charlie's advice remains immutable. We become the average of the people we associate with, whether we like it or not. And that's the key. <laughs> it's not that easy to resist the influence of other people. So it's very important who we surround ourselves with. So the question becomes, who do we choose and who does the choosing? 
It's natural, really, to welcome others into our life. Friends, collaborators, colleagues, even mothers-in-law. But those we keep close to us become influencers, for better or for worse. There's no subtlety in this. Each person will make you better or worse. So to the question, who does the choosing, the answer needs to be you. If I ask who decides what underwear you wear each morning, well, the answer will be you. If I ask who decides what to eat next on your plate, or which way to drive to work, the answer's you. It's the same with who, you, who you're going to marry, uh, how you brush your teeth, or which Google search result you're going to click on first. The answers will be the same. You. So let's try something a bit more robust. Do you choose the people that you spend the most time with, or do they pick you? You might have agency over what goes in your mouth, but do you decide what enters your mind? And this isn't sort of woo-woo nonsense either. It's just simple mechanics. If you let your bitchy sister-in-law visit too often, she's going to make you bitchy too. And if your colleague talks you into having drinks at the bar every Friday so she can moan about the boss, well, you're going to start moaning as well. And if your semi-alcoholic mate's worldview is narrow and pessimistic, it won't be long before you descend to his level as well, especially if he's crashing on your couch every weekend. At some point, you have to ask yourself, are my friends holding me back? Now, it isn't just your friends. How about the media? Do you sit in front of your TV or mobile device and let it flood your neurons with murder and economic uncertainty and presidential stupidity? Or do you take an active role and consume with intention? Once you recognize the power of others to influence and direct your life, you become very good at controlling what you consume and who you surrender your time and attention to. Because the simple fact is, it's really hard to deflect negative influence. The only surefire approach is to avoid it. Because like it or not, Influence matters. So back to the first question, who do we choose? Well, the answer is, I can't tell you. Not specifically anyway. But is your gossiping, judgmental friend from senior school a regular coffee partner at your kid's weekly dance class? Does your Uncle Jeff keep spewing investment advice every time he pops over for a barbecue? Do you devour the front page news every morning at the breakfast table? Maybe it's time to do a little bit of pairing or even culling. If your mate who thinks that your worm farm idea is stupid invites himself over for a beer most Saturdays, try being busy next time. Try not keeping up with the Kardashians for a while and see how that feels, or unfollow that insecure friend, in quotation marks, who's always humble bragging on Instagram. Try putting down the trashy fashion gadget gossip magazine and pick up a book for a change, not Fifty Shades of Grey, but something like The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, or The Art of Nonconformity by Chris Guillebeau. Maybe Younger Next Year by Chris Crowley. That's a brilliant book on staving off the aging process. I love that book. I bought so many extra copies so I could give them away to people I loved it that much. Uh, Maybe Braving the Wilderness by Brené Brown. Unbelievable woman. Incredible thinker. Or The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin, one of my all-time favorite authors and one of my all-time favorite books. You'll learn some incredible lessons, and you'll get a bigger hit of inspiration than a year's supply of Vogue or GQ. But better than that, you'll benefit from the influence of great thinkers, people who are making change happen in the world and then sharing it with you. Trust me on this. Once you start feeding your mind, you'll wonder why you waited so long. Because in the final analysis, you are where you are, mostly because of the people and the influence you've let creep into your life. 
If you're not satisfied with the way life's going, you need to swap out some of the bad ones for the kind that build you up and show you what's possible. It's really that simple. Sadly, most people won't bother. I hope you do. Well, that's it for me for this week, and this is episode number 30, so finally hit the big 3-0. I'm really enjoying this process, I've got to say. I wasn't really sure whether I would get into this whole podcasting thing. I kind of wanted to do video before, but then I thought, yeah, I don't know, 50-year-old fathead with a big schnoz and bags under his eyes. I don't know if I want to be in front of a camera, but maybe I'm going to have to do that anyway later on. But for now, I'm loving this whole podcast thing, and I'm going to keep this going for years, I reckon. I can't see any reason to stop. I'm really enjoying it, and I really appreciate you listening to it. Um, In fact, I'm going to read out a review here from somebody, which it's just a wonderful review. It really kind of gives me a big head just reading it out, so I'm going to try and contain myself here. But this is from Captain16 in the US. Um, Now, I don't know if you're a he or a she, so um, I'm just going to say Captain16 says... Peter is so amazing at providing practical, usable suggestions for upping our game in terms of living a more fulfilling, loving, and present life. I've thoroughly enjoyed every episode I've listened to so far, especially the one on goals, or should I say lack of goals. Simply brilliant. Well, I really appreciate that. Um, You can tell it. uh, I can't help but smile when I read this kind of stuff. Um, This is very gratifying, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the process, so I'm really glad that you're getting value out of it too. Um, I think that's about it for me for this week. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll catch up with you again about the same time next week. Here's to mastering your midlife. Bye-bye. Oh, I almost forgot. Actually, no, I did forget. In fact, I completely forgot, and I had to go back into my cinema and record this. Um, For the show notes, well, not really the show notes, the corresponding blog post that goes with this episode, just go to midlifetribe.com slash 30. And if you're new around here and you'd like to get something that's really useful that won't cost you a cracker, then go to midlifetribe.com slash 15 ideas. doesn't matter how you spell it, with words or with a number. Um, And you can download for nothing a 60-page full-color landscape format book, which is all about ideas for mastering your midlife. 15 of them, in fact. So just go to midlifetribe.com slash 15 ideas, and you can get that for nothing. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.